What's good, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the South Boys Podcast. This is Angelo, and you know the drill. Like us on Facebook, the South Boys Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at South Boys Pod, and on Instagram, South Boys Podcast. We're also on YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, Nabs Ganglani. Or if you're old school, you can also email us your inquiries, questions, shoutouts to our email address, southboys.podcast at gmail.com. So our guest for this episode, for me, malaki ang utang na loob ng basketball community dito. Siya lang naman ang pioneer ng advanced stats in the PBA. As I would like to call him, you know, if I may, the Kirk Goldsberry or stats muse ng uh, Philippines. Please welcome to the South Boys podcast, the one, the only, Ryan Alba. Ryan, how are you doing tonight? Uh, I'm fine right now. Kakatapos ko ng class. Medyo inip lang. <laughs> Uh, uh-huh. Pero doing well here. Ryan, thank you so much for being here. I know you're a busy man. Kakasabi mo nga lang, uh, just got um, from class. So Ryan here, uh, siya yung sta- Ryan sa Stats by Ryan, also a writer for Dribble Media, in case you don't know. So Ryan, you know, um, as always, before anything else, before we talk about basketball, uh, advanced stats, the PBA, I'd like to uh, know the guests more because um, most of our guests that come on to the show, first time ko lang din sila makikilala, first time ko lang din sila makakausap. So I'd like to get to know you more, Ryan. Um, what's up with you? What's going on in your life? Basically, just tell us more about yourself. So, ano, fourth year law student na ako sa UP. And I've been watching basketball for f- basically my whole life. And that's where the obsession started. Hindi talaga ako magaling. So, sa analysis na lang ako bumabawi. <laughs> so, right now, naka, well, quarantine kaming lahat dito sa bahay. So, yun, long hair. Mga isang taon hindi <laughs> nagpapagupit. Pero, yun. We're managing, we're managing. So, Ryan, grabe, attorney in the making ka pala, no? So, in, sa, sa umaga... Sa taking classes sa gabi basketball analyst. So, grabe how hard or how tough it is to balance. How tough is it to balance, Ryan? Medyo masama priorities ko eh. Nung finals na last week, <laughs> uh, sabay ng gilas season. So like, mm. nakalabas na ako dalawang article sabay ng finals. Kumasa <laughs> naman, pero like, feeling ko that's on me naman na I have to find a better way to balance it. Pero I love what I do with the basketball stuff and I'm doing enough naman to get by with the actual mm. schoolwork. So how many years pa ba have you have left for law school? Sorry, di ako masyadong familiar. Ah, last na. Wow, graduating uh, na pala. Good luck, good luck, Ryan, in every in every every endeavor you have. Um, so ilang hours of sleep meron ka on average? <laughs> Tingnan ko talaga 8. Hindi kayang hindi 8. 8? Pero minsan, ano, 3-hour shifts, mga dalawang hmm. nap per day, gano'n, para lang makabawi. <laughs> Sleep in between classes. Medyo sabog nga yung schedule, pero boy pa naman. Okay, oh, nandito ka na ngayon sa South Voice huh? Podcast and I thank you for taking the time, Ryan. So, alam mo, you know, one of the most frustrating part of being a fan of Philippine basketball, at least for me, is trying to acquire more information about our players, about the teams, diba? basketball-wise. Ha? Kasi obviously, my social media where we can learn 
more about um, our idols behind the scenes. Pero basketball-wise, it's so challenging to search for a certain sp- certain players, let's say historical stats or yung history ng team, di ba? So yes, uh, the PBA's website, at least from my observation, has improved. Uh, pero onti lang, very slowly. Siyempre, when you compare to NBA.com, di ba? Eh, ang layo pa rin overall, not only in stats, overall talaga. So, to cut to the chase, uh, what I'm trying to say is parang we don't have like an established, I guess you could call, database of information. Parang basketball reference sa NBA, di ba? Mm-hmm. Parang, unless may alam ka, Ryan, na hindi ko alam na may ganun pala Yung, tayo. Ano talaga, ano eh. I'm not the first one to do this. The first one, I believe, is Humble Bola, Slanico Baguio. Pero ah, yeah. they're oh. gone now. And <laughs> we're trying to build up on what they started and mm. try to keep it going. Tas oh, so I yun relied on Real GM. Real GM pero mm. may mga issues sila na kaya I try doing my own stuff then. Kasi Real GM medyo not as accurate as I would like them to be. Hmm. So yun nga, no? yung parang one-stop shop natin for information. Now, specifically advanced stats, I don't know how much of the casual basketball fans here in the Philippines have even heard the terms usage rate or win shares, di ba? Pero yun yung void that um, you guys at Dribble Media are trying to fill, di ba? You basically gave birth to, or as you said, build upon the advanced stats that we had in the past. So I'm really curious, paano ito nagsimula, Ryan? How did Stats by Ryan start? Well, it's actually been a thing since 2013. Kaso sa loob mm-hmm. lang ng laptop ko. Kasi to pass the time before <laughs> classes, I started like, it started with JV Casio actually. Um, so parang nagana pa ako dati like, kasi all of my friends went to Ateneo. Ako nag-UP, pero nasal talaga gusto kong school. And I was a JV fan <laughs> way back. So I just wanted to prove na JV is better than Chris Chu. <laughs> <laughs> and so naghanap ako and then I just started collecting, building up. And it only became public recently kasi nasira yung luma kong laptop. Nawala lahat ng data ko and hindi ko na ma-recover. So I'm like, I'm not gonna let this happen again. So... <laughs> Might as well make it public para kung... Para yun na yung backup ko. The website itself would be my own backup in case my own files <laughs> get lost. Uh, so, it started from JV Casio's numbers. Yeah. Pero how did it... Like, how did it um, go down to all these advanced stats na? Um, first, nung una nga, yung... Yung advanced humble ball lang kinukuha ng ko dati. But since they were gone... Edi, I have to do it myself, I guess. Um, may background naman ako with numbers. I took a few stat classes. Econ major kasi ako before law. So, mm. medyo madaling sa akin to understand the formulas, how to get the numbers. And the only hard part is getting the input. Kasi ang hirap kumuha ng numbers for the PBA mm. and UAP. Mm. So, medyo mano-mano pa rin hanggang ngayon. And kaya yun lang naman. Yeah, so that that leads to my next question. Kasi one of the most exciting questions I want to ask here no, to you, Ryan. Kasi 
whenever I'm browsing through these advanced stats, um, especially with stats by Ryan, sobrang na-amaze ako. Parang, yes, meron kang explanation eh dun sa glossary mo, di ba? Like, okay, so this is basically how we got this. Pero it it still boggles my mind. Like, paano to nakuha? Grabe. Kasi, di ba, compared to traditional stats, talagang you literally can watch the game, just record the points, record the assists, record the rebounds. But when it comes to advanced stats, it's a whole different ball game, di ba? So, may mga formulas nga, as you mentioned. So, do you use, like, may softwares pa? So, how, basically, in layman's term, can you explain... Um, can you tell us more about the process of crunching these numbers, right? So, in the first, it's having a lot of smart people to get the formulas from. <laughs> right yeah. now, I'm working on a few ones na ako gumawa, pero the ones on the website, um, they're mostly not by me. So, guys like Thinking Basketball, si Ben Taylor, um, mm. those type. Um, and there's also an Italian guy na who <laughs> helped me a lot na like learning the formulas. So what we have in Sasbera, it's a lot of Excels, Excel sheets. So brang, I can only imagine. <laughs> but uh, now we boil it down na inputs na lang, just plug in the numbers, then the sheet does the whole computation. So mm. it's basically, if you have the template, you can get everything. Na. But before that, so, had to, before that happened, kailangan ko talang intindihan lahat <laughs> to make sure everything works and we uh, get accurate numbers. Yeah, so more on that, no? Sorry, follow-up question lang. So basically, you get the stats from the traditional stats and yep. then in this Excel sheets, you have like maybe dozens of formulas that crunch the numbers <laughs> and then yep. just give, and then gives you the output. Yep. So, tama ba yung pagkakaintindi ko yeah, dito? Yeah, that's exactly right. And yung, mm-hmm. to get the actual formula for the stats, to create stats, yun yung medyo above my pay grade na yun eh. Yung like, the way <laughs> oh, they... Oh. Yun talaga, kailangan mo ng hardcore statistical software. You have to do a bunch of regression analysis. And I don't want to get into that. Kasi <laughs> kahit ako, nahihirapan ako to completely follow. Yeah, so, I, di ba may traditional stats na, you know, we can get through, through your sources siguro, di ba? But I'm also curious, meron bang um, advanced stats in your glossary that um, parang hindi kaya ibigay ng traditional stats? Parang, I think na it's not na hindi kaya, it just provides a different... Um, perspective like for example one of the favorite things i like to look at is yung mga playmaking stats namin so like mm. usually diba, we just look at assists turnovers or assists are kind of iffy like minsan mali yung kinakredit minsan dapat assist pero hindi binibigay minsan hindi mm-hmm. assist pero binibigay na assist that's with turnovers hindi naman lahat passing turnovers so like a guy could just mm-hmm. suck at dribbling kasi marami siyang turnover, mm. but it's not necessarily him being a bad passer. So, that's where we get the advanced stats. Like, so, box creation, for example, um, this is by Ben Taylor, and it looks at how many opportunities a player creates for someone else. So, kunwari, di ba, assist, ibigay mo lang yung bola kay Junmar, tas tira niya, you get an assist. Mm. 
But that, mm. that doesn't mean you're good at passing. That just means <laughs> you're good. So, uh-huh. yung box creation, parang a guy like Kiefer, how many opportunities does he create for his teammates? And looks at the scoring of the player as well as the passing. Because if a player can score, he attracts defense. And when he attracts the defense, um, libre yung kakampi niya. So, that's what we mm. try to measure there. So, like guys like Terrence Romeo, um, Jason Castro, Kiefer, those guys who are threats with the ball, they help their teammates score more. Well, guys like, no offense to these guys, ah, but like hmm. guys like Chris Ross, hmm. um, who else? And L.A. Tenorio now, not L.A. Tenorio in the past, L.A. Tenorio <laughs> now, um, and Scotty Thompson, they rely more on like, they're good passers, but they don't necessarily create the openings for their teammates. They just give the ball to where the opening is, and the other hmm. guys take it from there. So that's where the difference lies. So I think uh, from traditional stats, medyo kulang talaga in terms of like um, seeing how good a player is at a particular skill. Well, these stats, they, they're not perfect, but they paint a slightly mm-hmm. better picture. Yeah, so if you guys want to know more about stat, all these advanced stats Ryan has and Dribble Media has this Stats by Ryan Glossary. So, syempre, hindi namin kayang i-go through lahat yeah. ng advanced stats na yun one by one here on this episode. So, Ryan, lastly on stats by Ryan, no? you mentioned 2013 pa lang to. Um, 20, since 2013 tong um, ongoing production of stats. And then, ilang years? Gano'n katagal to bago na like established na? Ito, okay na yung product natin. Let's put it out in the world. Uh nangyari lang talaga during the pandemic kasi may three break kami. So, wala akong magawa nun. Hindi ako lumalabas. Mm-hmm. So, like, I just talk to people. Eros Villanueva of ESPN, kinonect niya ako kay Paul Tamayo ng Dribble Media and that's where it started. So, and so seven like, years, no? Parang seven years. Pero ano lang siya, parang trip-trip ko lang just for me, just for fun. <laughs> Partido pa yan, ha? trip-trip mo lang yan. Ha? No. <laughs> Paano Parang, pa kaya pag-sineryoso mo pa? <laughs> ito na yun. Yung, oh. yung next namin, gusto ko talagang gawin next shot charts. Pero hmm. you need a programmer for that and medyo hindi ko na kaya alone. So if ever um, Dribble Media gets a little bit of success, more attention, or like mm-hmm. more revenue, then we can like make better and better things. You know, Ryan, I promise you the quality of work that you guys put out, I guarantee, you know, um, dadating din yan. Dadating din yung all, all the success for Dribble Media. So now, let's talk about the PBA semis. First, um, San Miguel versus TNT. So this series is tied two games apiece. So first two games, it was a close contest. Um, the total margin of victory was just three points in the first two games. And then in games three and four, nagbawian sila ng blowouts. And then it's also worth noting that Kelly Williams is not playing for TNT. And then yeah. JP Eram, last game, um, suffered uh, an injury. And it, it was reported last night uh, that he has a fractured cheekbone and is a game-time decision for um, game five. So this series, um, Ryan, for me, last week I had a recap episode. 
I compared this to the Nets versus Bucks series um, in the playoffs last season in the context that parang kung sino man manalo dito, siya na yung title favorites. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> and you had the same sentiments when we were chatting about this last night, Ryan. So, eto na, Ryan. I so clear out. You said you had a lot of thoughts about this series. The floor is yours. So, yun. Yung gusto ko sa series na to, ang ganda lang tactical adjustments from both coaches. And I would like to focus lang na on... Well, since we have limited time, San Miguel's half-court defense. So, like, hmm. their offense, it's fine. They're scoring 103 points, yung offensive rating nila. Good enough for number two in the league. And kahit number one defense yung TNT sa PBA, they're still scoring relatively well. Um, not as great as their regular season performance, but, like, it's the best defense in the PBA. If you're scoring, like, just below your normal rate, you're fine. It's the defense that's problematic. Um, so mm. the TNT offense, they're medio meh, um, <laughs> hovering around league average in the regular season. But like right now, they're scoring a ton of points. Um, mm. 105 ata yung offensive rating nila, and that's that's around the same level na San Miguel was scoring in the regular season. So imagine it this way. TNT was average in the regular season, but now they're scoring better than San Miguel. They're scoring like number one in the league. If no, so that's how I won't say bad San Miguel's defending. That's how good <laughs> TNT has been playing against uh-huh. them. And you know, the adjustments from San Miguel will have to be on the defensive side. So there were definite adjustments made by both teams. Now you mm-hmm. saw na. Finalite lang dito yung SMB, but like TNT was also doing fun stuff. Na, like yun got the way they attack the zone. So, what we're gonna look at in game five is what are they gonna do here? So, right now they're putting for hard with Williams probably back. And alam na mga game time decision in the playoffs means he's gonna play. Mm-hmm. Uh, mask siya, you know, because uh, of the cheat bone injury. It's not really a concussion, naman, I think. So I think he should uh, be fine. So what yeah. we're going to see there now is how are they going to react to June more on the perimeter? There are a bunch of ways to do this. So one way is just put Arwin in the corner. So like, say if Arwin's at the four, put Troy in, make, make Troy pull him out, and who's going to guard the rim at that point? Um, probably mm-hmm. no one. And so we're just going <laughs> to see what happens from there. But the fun thing is with the series, both teams are adjusting and it's pretty fun to watch. So the thing yeah, I it... want to talk about ano lang now is uh yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Ano eh, we just like make fun of the coaches. Like fine, <laughs> they're not the best coaches, but there's they still know more basketball than regular people. Of I, hmm. Like we meme the hell out of Leo Austria for just <laughs> spamming June more in the post for like a bunch of championships. But put me and Leo Austria in a room and Leo Austria will put my basketball knowledge to shame. Mm. These guys are really smart and I think we should give them more respect for that. Yeah, so very interesting, Ryan. I appreciate your effort na meron tayong ad hoc film session dito. First time on the South Boys podcast. Thank you for your efforts, Ryan. And this series really... Eh, yun nga, parang Brooklyn versus Bucks ito ng PBA ngayon um, sa semis. So, Ryan, prediction time. 
who do you think will win Here? the series? Mm, in the series. Medyo June War fan talaga ako. Like, I just like the okay. guy. But like, I think TNT will take this. Kasi, Ooh. parang the adjustments, it always seems like San Miguel was on the back foot. Na TNT mm. does well, they adjust. Then TNT counters, they adjust. And by the way things, by the way things are going, it looks like na, I think TNT will pull this out. Kasi, I mean, they're not 100% yet. Kasi Kelly's not here yet. But with him on, it's gonna add another problem. Kasi Kelly can guard Junmar as well as anyone in the PBA. Mm-hmm. And he's also a pretty decent shooter. Splash Tito nga natawag sa kanya ngayon, diba? <laughs> so oh. I, I think they have the weapons to pull this out. And I didn't even talk about it a lot. Pero our Urbogoy isn't gonna score two points lang the next few games. He was averaging 23 points for the first three games. And he was held mostly by luck. But also, Marshall Lasseter did a great job denying him the ball in the half court. But he's not gonna shoot one for 10 every game. He's gonna rebound from that. And I think TNT has enough power, uh, firepower in them to pull it out. Mm, so, Ryan, so you're predicting TNT to win this series. But uh, yeah, I want to ask you, no. In six, okay. So I want to ask you, so TNT side. So Mikey Williams is not exactly having the series of his yeah. life here, deba. Right? Yeah. And you know, you dun nga sa film session natin kanina, um, you showed how Poi Eram is how important Poi Eram is to TNT. So between those two guys, who do you think is the more important player, or none of the above? Um, to me, the most important player for TNT would have to be. Siguro talaga no regular season, my answer would have been Mikey easily, but like mm-hmm. right now, I think the most important player would have to be. That's hard. actually hard. Uh, <laughs> I want to go against the grain and say Pogoy, because Pogoy to me has been the okay. best player for TNT the whole series. Because, like, if, nakita mo, if you go back na lang later to the film session we had, Poi Aram mm-hmm. was attacking Junmar a lot with the floaters. And that was the biggest part of their offense. Like, um, Poi plays 20-something minutes a game. And the game, and there's 28 other minutes to play. Like, but, uh, si RR talaga nagdadala sa kanila for the first three games. Like, it was, mm-hmm. like, the popular thing to say it was Poi Aram. And Poi was performing out of his mind. That was like a spectacular performance from him. But like RR was was lighting it up. And <laughs> the game where RR just stopped scoring was the game that SMB looked the most dominant, in my opinion. And if he gets back to scoring, though he did the first three games, it's going to be hard for SMB to contain TNT. With Mikey, kasi, I don't think a lot's going to change. CJ Perez and Chris Cross have been doing a great job on him. And I would want him to be more aggressive. Because if he's in the Junmar, just take the mid-range shot. Junmar's not going <laughs> to do anything about that. Mm. But like, Ross is really good at point of attack defense. And he's not going to... He might, but he's probably not going to be dropping 25-28. So I think Pogoy is the key to win here. 
All right. So you have TNT in six games, Ryan. But let's not forget, ah, meron pang isang series dito sa semis. It's between the Magnolia Hotshots versus the Meralco Bolts. So Magnolia has a commanding three games to one lead in the series. Personally, Ryan, for me, uh, after two games, kala ko masisweep na ng Magnolia tong yeah. Meralco. Eh. But the Bolts, you know, they played and shot out of their minds in game three. And in game four, uh, Magnolia... Um, asserted their command in this lead, their dominance, diba? They're simply... Uh, Meralco is, for me, simply outclassed. And give credit also to the Bolts kasi, ano siya, parang su- surprising team this season. I didn't expect them really to be as high as the number two seed in the regular season. So, what's your take naman on the series? Meralco was my dark horse. Like... Hmm. Uh, in Dark Horse ka, actually, Meralco and Northport, but, you know, Northport's gone now. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. Meralco talaga, I like the team construction, eh. Like, Newsom. Newsom is really underrated, in my opinion. He's a really good playmaker. Hindi lang medyo napapansin. Uh, hmm. Then they have Mac Bello. Mac Bello's finally playing meaningful basketball in the PBA. <laughs> and he's not stuck in no man's land. And he's been very productive, but like, ano gagawin mo kay Chito Victolero, Polly, and Ian Sakda lang, those <laughs> no. guys. And like, we have the best player in the PBA, best performing playing player in the PBA right now in Calvin Abueva. It's just uh, really hard for them to pull out a win there. It's like, mm-hmm. Magnolia's pro... Sinasabi natin na parang Bucks Brooklyn to na whoever is winning that series between TNT and SMB is going to be the champion. Parang like, Phoenix tong Magnolia. <laughs> yeah, they, have a, they have a great chance at it. And they uh, have a great team. And Polly is going to heat up. Like, I think we've talked, we've wrote, we've written about this before. Polly, he's been shooting terribly, but he's still very efficient. Parang Harden nga na, he shoots 30%, mm. but he like gets 10 free throws and makes 90% of them. So he's still efficient. And he's not gonna shoot under 40% forever. He's gonna start making his shots and they're gonna get more and more dangerous. So Magnolia might not be the favorite against the NTR SMB, but they're not out of it. And hmm. it's gonna be pretty hard for Meralco to claw back from a 3-1 deficit. Or how um uh, so like I think it's safe to say na it's gonna be Magnolia versus the winner of SMB TNT in the finals. Yeah, it's also worth noting that Aaron Black, uh, an important player for Meralco, diba, yeah. is not playing and is injured. So, Almazan, yeah, um, Almazan, yeah, I forgot to mention Al- Almazan also got hurt his ankle. I, have you? What's the update on Almazan, Palara? And have you heard anything? Uh, I haven't actually, uh, mostly because of. Medyo mas totoo ako sa TNT if you notice. <laughs> oo nga, oo nga. Okay lang, okay lang. Um, tao lang din naman tayo, diba? We have fun in other things. So, pre- prediction mo, next game, Magnolia will clinch the series? Hard to say, pero most probably, yeah. <laughs> uh, they're probably gonna get it na. Yeah, I, I agree with that. So, you mentioned that Calvin Abueva, Calvin Abueva is one of the best performers 
um, that we have in the league right now. You wrote an article about the best player of the conference ladder, and your top five is as follows. Calvin Abueva, number one, Mikey Williams, Scotty Thompson, Robert Bollock, and CJ Perez. Ultimately, I agree with your ladder. I mean, syempre, you had strong arguments for each player. So um, that piece was published back in September 24. Ngayon, we're recording this October 12. So do you have any updates on this ladder or player ranking, Ryan? Probably gonna move up. Tatanggalin ko na sila Scotty, sila Robert. <laughs> oh, wait, lang, wait, lang, wait lang, Ryan. Before you answer the question pala, I, I would just like to clarify, is the BPC award just for the regular season sa PBA? Uh, as far as I know, the, the whole season. The so whole kahit playoffs playoff included. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So yeah, go ahead. Okay, that's why I'm gonna bump Robert and Scotty. <laughs> Kasi... I don't think they have so, sino, much of a chance. Na, sino napapalit so, mo si Raynel? <laughs> I want to bump up Terrence Romeo a lot. Like to me, okay, Terrence yeah. Romeo is the best player of the conference if you, he actually played every single game the way that he did. Kasi mm-hmm. he was injured for like half of the regular season. Kaya lang siya ng Britain ata sa list nun because of that. But like, he's been playing like Terrence Romeo from Northport. Um, he's been scoring, he's been passing the ball really well. But like, I don't think he... If he performs well in the finals, he's probably gonna be up there. But like right now, it's still Calvin for me. Like, mm-hmm. Calvin was great uh, in the series before Meralco. And he's been playing pretty well now. He's just not been the best player because Ian and Polly have been very productive. But like, he's been doing it well on both ends. He's one of the few two-way superstars in the PBA. Uh, he can produce well on offense and he's pretty pretty good on defense too. Yeah, so that's why Magnolia is dangerous, no? Kahit hindi pa masyadong performing si Calvin, you still have Ian Sanggalang and Paul Lee. So final answer, Ryan, as of tonight, as of October 12, what's your top five? So Calvin, number one. Calvin number one. I'm probably gonna say probably gonna put uh, na on the spot ako dito. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> mas pa ako dito kasi sa reset kanina. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, Ray. <laughs> I guess kasi ang hirap i-balance ng games played and performance. Eh. Like, I would say CJ Perez at number two even though I don't think he's been the best player in SMB mm. is just the production and the in the performance because Terrence Romeo hasn't been in every game Junmar was not Junmar no regular season so I think CJ Perez has been overall the best player like balancing everything out um, then three I guess we'll put Mikey there he hasn't been great in the playoffs so far but he's not bad He's just not performing as well as we want him to. Mm, and for mm. I'll put Terence here. Terence has been lighting the world on fire. He had that good game too, and he's been like scoring really well in bench minutes and like 25, 30 minutes per game. And at number five, let's just give it to Bolik. Like, ayoko na mo ng pag-isipan. Bolik was really good oh. in the playoffs. 
and let's just give him the credit he deserves. Like honestly, if you put if na iba yung bracket ng Ote, baka nasa semi-sila right now. Like Northport mm-hmm. is a really good team. Greg Slaughter, he's been playing the best basketball of his career. Jamie Malonzo, he's he's in our top 10. Uh so they were really good. It's just they had to match up against SMB and the <laughs> so, well yeah. for them. Early on, oh. yeah, Northport also one of my favorite teams in the league right now. So Ryan, um, sidetrack lang tayo. Kumakain ka ba? Ah, mahili ka ba sa Japanese food? Uh, yeah, kakain ko lang dearly actually, ng katsu. Ooh, sarap. Galing saan? Galing saan? Uh, yabu yabu. Ooh, Yabu. Ah, namiss ko rin kumain sa Yabu. So, siguro alam mo na kung ano yung next na tatanong ko. No? Maybe the hottest topic in Philippine basketball right now, the overseas Filipino ballers in the B-League. So, um, in your opinion, who will have the best outing in the B-League? Um, we have the Gomez Deliano brothers, Ravenna brothers, Kobe Paras. Uh, we know all the names. And... Of course, given given naman na they're in different situations, different teams. But kung ikaw lang tatanungin, sino kaya sa tingin mo yung who will be the best performer out of those pool of players that we have overseas? I think it's going to be Kiefer. I think Ray Parks is the best player there. Like, take everyone like in a random team. Ray Parks is the best player out of all of them. Hmm. But like, Kiefer Avena is the best point guard in Japan right now. Like... Mm-hmm. Like it's, I like Yuki Togashi, but like Kiefer's better. Like <laughs> Kiefer will produce, and he's in a role where he's where he has an opportunity to produce. Because he Ray, his game is more of a scorer. He can facilitate well. He can create plays well. But like at the end of the day, he's a scorer, and he's not gonna he's not gonna outproduce some of the imports there on his team. And especially we've seen the way he was used. Medyo, he didn't really have the ball in his hands much. He wasn't able mm. to do a lot. And so, I don't think the situation is um, right for Ray Parks to be the same Ray Parks that we saw in the PBA last bubble. So, I think it's going to be Kiefer. Kiefer. Kiefer is not only better than every other point guard in Japan. He's also <laughs> in a position where he can he can perform really well. Like, mm. if we look at Dwight, Dwight's on a pretty stacked team. I think they're contenders, or they were last season. Kobe, Kobe's uh, hard to read because we don't know how good he, his new jumper is. Major three keeper in through two games, but if it holds, he's going to be really good. We saw 3D and 3D is going to be good, but he doesn't really get the ball in hands as much as Kiefer can. So yung production is not going to be at the same level. One is in the second division, so we can't really watch his games much. But like, <laughs> medyo talisha ng coach eh. I don't know what's happening there. Uh-huh. He might still be injured. But like, he's not given the same free reign Kiefer is getting. And Javi is one of my favorite players to watch. He was my favorite player to watch nung last UAP season. And I love his game, but like he has a lot of improvement to do on defense to be a regular contributor or starter in a professional level. So I don't think he's in the running yet for best Filipino in Japan. 
Yeah, so I'm also one of the biggest fan of Kiefer Ravenna, Ryan. Siguro kahit nga dito sa PBA, you can say that Kiefer is the best already, best point guard already yeah. that we have, diba? And yeah, um, I'm all, of course, we're rooting for everybody there, for everyone who's representing our country to do well and to um, represent our country in the B League. So, Lastly, Ryan, uh, we were chatting last night and you mentioned something about your scouting work in, yeah. parang in, in the NBTC, tama ba? So can you tell us more about that? Uh, no, parang medyo may background lang scouting. Like if you look at the long form pieces, mm. I don't really use numbers that much. Like more state up tendencies of the players, what they're good at, how does their jump shot look, is it mechanically sound? And that's the type of thing I like doing. Na al- kahit alam ko mga limang tao lang nagbabasa sa sobrang hapa. It's like... Kasama na ako doon, bro. <laughs> <laughs> But like, nga, it's something I like doing. Like the most recent... And like I'm trying to get into scouting youth. Kasi like, doon talaga tayo magkakadevelop ng talent. We spot talent early. And like see what they can improve on. Then we can pr- produce better players in the future. So... What I'm looking forward to nga is the NBTC Global Tournament. They're going to have a bunch of tournaments mm-hmm. uh, in a bunch of countries. And it's going to be exciting seeing young Filipino talent from all over the world. And maybe if like if we can get like eyes to look at them or we can like uh, view their games objectively na hindi lang hype, then it could probably have a good effect on their growth as players. And maybe it could open up more opportunities. So for example, if Um, say, yung one of the players I've watched recently, si CJ Amos, Amos sa Australia. Mm-hmm. He's six foot three, fourteen years old. He's really good. He's gilas eligible, and say if he performs well here, and like um, some, I plan on writing not with DM but like international outlet. So if like I can get like a foreign. Team, say a uh, European club to look at him, like a youth club there. Then it's gonna be great for him. It's gonna be be great for the future of Philippine basketball in general. And there's probably gonna be a ton of talent there. Si Femi Edu, si J Amos, yung kuya niya si Mason. There's a bunch of young Filipino talent out there, and we had guys like Jalen Green, like from years <laughs> back. Like there's mm. talent. And the only thing we have to do is showcase it and see what exactly the talent is and how we can improve on that. Yeah, so I'm really looking forward to that. I'm excited to read more about your scouting work, um, discovering these undiscovered, unknown talents, unknown Filipino talents all over the world, Ryan. As always, um, quality content from from you guys. Um, so Ryan, before we get out of here, uh, can you tell all our listeners how can where can they find you and where can they find your work? So you can follow the Dribble Media account. We have an FB, we have an IG, we have a Twitter, and we have a YouTube. But like, wala pang videos masyad na basketball kasi hindi mm-hmm. ako mag-edit eh. <laughs> like, that stuff is beyond me. And you can follow mm-hmm. me personally on Twitter underscore alba underscore underscore medyo weird na dalawang underscore sa dulo <laughs> but like yun lang yung available eh so mm-hmm. yun you just DM me anytime if you need help understanding the numbers 
as long as I have time, I answer naman. I'm always on Twitter. <laughs> kasi, that's where I started learning more about hoops. There's a bunch of smart guys there and yeah. like mm-hmm. both locally and foreign. Like locally, we have guys like si Joe Virai. Uh, I think he's a friend yeah. of this podcast. He's mm. one of the smartest guys in basketball. And local coaches like see si coach Paulo Layug. Like he 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 my client niya yung mga Japan guys natin. So like he works mm. on the game and stuff like that. So you can follow them out, check their work out there. Plug ko lang yung Twitter talaga like Oh, go like, go lang lahat na. <laughs> And be Twitter, like I learned a ton from guys like the si Seven Foot Schnitzel, um, Ignacio Risotto, and PD Web. These are a bunch of guys I follow and I learn a lot from. And like a bunch of the stuff I say, practically just stolen from them, <laughs> or like just put in a Philippine context. So like, yon. Basically, I'm just always on Twitter because Twitter is a great place to learn basketball. And there's a ton of people there. Na if you just hit them up, they're gonna respond to you and they're gonna talk to you and you're gonna learn a lot more from them. Yeah, and that's what we basically do here. Example nga, ikaw, Ryan, we just hit you up to to be a guest on this podcast. So yun, yung secret talaga of learning more about basketball, maging tambay kayo sa Twitter like me and Ryan Alba. So Ryan, again, thank you so much for being here. I know you're a busy man, busy person, as you said attorney in the making sa umaga, basketball analyst sa gabi, natutulog ng 8 hours everyday, di ko alam paano mo pa nasingit tong recording natin. So Ryan, I mean this from the bottom of my heart when I say um, you, Stats by Ryan and Dribble Media, I'm confident that we're headed towards the right path when it comes to basketball discourse here in the Philippines. Um, so you guys just opened a whole new world for us uh, basketball purists. So I really admire your work Ryan. So yeah, thank you so much for listening, ladies and gents, and we out. Thank you.